I mean, the information that I just absorbed is something I'll actually use will not only benefit my practice, but my life. I'm not just checking a box. It was a value. Why can't that be? Why am I beholden to the man who says, who gives their CE blessing? I want to bless the CE. I want to bless a podcast. So anyway, that was kind of the idea. Like it's, if we can't, not only how do we get credit for the stuff we're doing naturally, that pathologically curious nurses like us who listen to like 20 hours of education per week, you know, how do we get, how do we get credit for what we're naturally doing? And how do we create CEs that are edutainment? Hey, nurse friend, welcome to the Passive Income Nurse Podcast. I am so glad you're here. If you are looking for more flexibility, time, freedom, and fulfillment, you are in the right place. Have you ever thought about being an entrepreneur? Have you been searching for other ways that you can make money? Nursing brings you joy, but you're tired of working long shifts, being short-staffed, and feeling stretched so thin. You're thinking something has got to give. You would love to be able to work from home around your family schedule and be your own boss. Are you struggling with where to start and what you can actually do to make this happen? Figuring out how to build the business online, the social media strategy, the tech, all the things are holding you back. Nurse friend, I've been there. Hey, I'm Brian Bell. I too was a career nurse frustrated with the healthcare system and I wanted more flexibility to work around my kids' schedules. I wanted to use my nursing skills in a way to make an impact that felt aligned, but I kept telling myself that I needed another degree or certification in order to make that happen. Pop in your earbuds and get ready to grow outside of the hospital walls and figure out how you can make some money online. This ER nurse is about to triage your nursing career. It's time to give your career a little CPR. Let's revive your nurse heart. friends. Welcome back to the show. You are listening to the Passive Income Nurse Podcast. I am your host, Brian Bell, and I have actually two special guests on for you today. I have Andra Boyd, who is a nurse, and I also have Karen DeMarco, who is a nurse as well. And we're going to be talking about their business that they created, which is called Renegade Nurse. And so I'm so excited to have these two nurses on the podcast today. They're so much fun. And just bring so much spunk into the nursing continuing education space. You guys know that getting your continuing education can be boring. And these two ladies have really bought the spunk back into it. So we're going to talk about their business, Renegade, what it is, why they created it, and the how to building a nurse-led business. So Andre and Karen, you guys are doing such an amazing job, I think, in this space and bringing this business idea to life. And I just think it is fire. I'm so excited about this conversation today. And it really lights me up. And I think as my nurses that are listening, like you guys are going to be on fire today. So welcome to the show, ladies. Let's start out the conversation and talk about, I'd like for both of you to kind of introduce yourself, share a little bit of your background with us, and then we'll kind of transition into what is Aria Gade and how it became about. So welcome to the show, ladies. Thank you. 
Thank you. Go? You want to go, Care? I kind of, I'm, I'm like, I get sad when she stops talking. I know. I just love, <laughs> I just like, no, don't stop. Okay. <laughs> what did you say? Am I going first? <laughs> yeah, you go first. Karen DeMarco here. Um, 20, I don't know, long time. 25 years, 26 years. Something. I've been a nurse for a while. Uh, Forever. Most of my formative years in, in the hospital nursing were ICU trauma and I did some flight nursing. And then 2011, I got so tired of hearing everybody's horror stories of my friends and family. And every nurse has heard that, you know, and you just like, oh, if I was there, that wouldn't have happened. And I got so tired of hearing that in my own head and seeing what I saw in the hospital um, and noticing that people who either were a healthcare professional or had one in their family had better outcomes. I mean, it was just like, duh, shorter length of hospital stay less morbidity, mortality, because the nurse is the advocate, you know, the questions to ask and the standard of care that should be delivered. So I'm like, there must be a business in that. Um, and spit myself out of the system and started a private patient advocacy business. So everybody could have a nurse in the family. <laughs> and, um, that went gangbusters and that evolved into corporate wellness and into research and into coaching and into one-to-one and into teaching courses. And I just embraced the flame. Everybody thought I was just a flake and couldn't stick to any one thing. And they're absolutely right, you know? So I just made a living out of being a flake and it's worked out well. <laughs> and part of that flakery was meeting Antra and starting a business with her. That's our right. That's our, that's our recent rendition, Renegade. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> Embrace the flake. Embrace the flake. Hey, we're going to put that on a t shirt. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love you, Karen. That was awesome. <laughs> Are you, is that it? Is that all you got? That's all I got for now. Okay. Of course not, but you go. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, let's see. In 2000, I was an operating room nurse for 20 plus years. I served in the United States Navy. It's kind of where they grew me up as a nurse because I came right out of nursing school into the military. Um, pretty quickly went right into the operating room. Started in the recovery room and they hated these young Marines that would come out of surgery just moaning and wailing in pain. I was like, you're a Marine for the love. Top it up. <laughs> I couldn't stand it. The, the whining just killed me. So I went into the OR where they, we put them all to sleep and I stayed there. And so I was an OR nurse for a very long time and it was in the operating room where I saw that that team and collaboration and communication were so important for good outcomes. And oftentimes, if someone showed up to work and they were in a bad mood or something had happened, then that kind of that cohesiveness sort of fell apart and outcomes were worse, right? Like people were afraid to speak up when something needed to be said. People would gaff this off or that. It was just a really um, frustrating experience to know that when you're on, you're on as a team and like the care of the patient is just outstanding. And then when you're not it, and I got frustrated, I got frustrated by the communication. I got frustrated by lack of collaboration. And I spun my wheels in that system, trying to change it. I remember once I did a whole thing on crucial conversations and the operating room staff looked at me like I was crazy. I mean, they just wanted no part of it. So I spit myself out of the system, did the same thing Karen did, thought, you know what, I bet I could help people navigate this healthcare system better than me trying to change the inside of a bureaucratic, slow-moving machine. 
So I started a patient advocacy business with a colleague in Portland, Oregon. It's still a thriving business. We get five to 10 calls every week for people who are just frustrated and lost in the system. And we help them navigate it. I also um, met Karen through the same patient advocacy course she was teaching at the time. And that's how we met. She mentioned that she, you know, did one-on-one and coaching. So I did some coaching with her after the course, which was so helpful in my personal life. And then we became friends and just always knew we wanted to do something together. And that's how our renegade was born. Yeah. I just thought that was probably unethical. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, Dating your clients. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, my God, that's so much fun. Oh well, it's so cool to hear the your background and kind of see where you came from. And it really, like this business, this advocacy business that both of you ladies have stepped into, kind of came from this place of being frustrated. And I know, as nurses, we are. Oftentimes we're working inside of this healthcare system, as you mentioned, that is frustrating. Like we, we want to advocate for our patients and we want to do the right thing, but we're left checking boxes and we're left following protocols and we're left doing all of these things that ultimately is not the reason why we got into healthcare and being a nurse and really being able to nurture and take care of our patients and do the right thing and really be that advocate. And so I think it's really cool. You were able to just kind of reflect on that and step into the space of being this patient advocate for someone who is struggling navigating the system and, and, and stuck with, what do I do? I'm listening to my doctors and I'm doing all the things that they say and here I am still frustrated. So you guys have helped patients walk through that and through that problem of just seeing that lack of advocacy inside of the healthcare system have been able to create this business. And so it's kind of the same thing with Arianagade, right? Like you who saw a problem inside of these continuing education classes being like so boring. And Andre, you say, stab my eyes out. Oh my gosh, do I have to spend one more minute on this platform trying to just like not fall asleep, get through this, just to again, check the box, right? Like we got to check that box. You got to get, you know, your state, whatever state you're in, you have to have so many of these CEs per whatever it is per year, per two years, whatever your state requires. Um, So you guys have really come into this space and I'm so like, you guys know I'm in the podcasting space, like this is my jam. And so you guys, I want to talk about how our Innegade has been able to flip this thing on its head and just go this route of making it fun, making it actually like you are learning something, like stepping into like a continuing education space and being excited about learning something as a nurse that is going to benefit you in your career. And it's not just checking a box for your state, right? So I want you to talk about what is Ariana Gade? My turn. <laughs> yeah, you go. That's- we can flip yeah. back and forth. <laughs> okay. Um, I guess I'll tell you that it, what inspired it. My nursing license was actually overdue, but because I'm not working, I guess want to maintain a, a up-to-date nursing license in the state of California. But, you know, I didn't have a fire lit under my butt because I'm not in the hospital right now. So it had expired and I got four six-hour lectures in the mail 
really interesting content, the kind that like I would like, but I'm like, it's like psychopharmacology of the heart or it's like some kind of combination. Psychoneuroimmunology is like my wheelhouse. I love how everything fits together. And six, four, six hour lectures on CD. Came in the two years ago. Two years. Know, it's due again. <laughs> now I can just listen to my own podcast. Um, <laughs> yeah. And it was copyrighted, like undownloadable. So I couldn't even put it on my phone. I had to sit at my computer for 24 hours of lectures. And I, when I realized that, I'm like, screw this. So I go on a hike. I put in a Joe Rogan podcast. Uh, it was two hours of cotton candy for my brain. This guy, James Nestor, he wrote the book called Breathe. So it's such an incredible personal story, which served as like the Trojan horse for the information, the education, the review of the anatomy of the whole, the facial structure and the, like the respiratory system in your face, right? And then the whole respiratory system. He talked about going down in the catacombs under Paris and the skulls, how the skulls, the shape of skulls have, I mean, it was like, and I got done. I didn't even realize how much I'd learned until it stopped. And I'm like, it was going to change that two hours would change my life and change my practice with my clients. And I would put stuff, I went out, of course, bought the book on audio in the middle of my hike too, while I was listening. And I called on I'm like, why is that not worth two CEs? Mm-hmm. I mean, the information that I just absorbed is something I'll actually use will not only benefit my practice, but my life. I'm not just checking a box. It was a value. Why can't that be? Why am I beholden to the man who says, who gives their CE blessing? I want to bless the CE. I want to bless a podcast. So anyway, that was kind of the idea. Like it's, if we can't, not only how do we get credit for the stuff we're doing naturally, that pathologically curious nurses like us who listen to like 20 hours of education per week, you know, how do we get, how do we get credit for what we're naturally doing and how do we create CEs that are edutainment? You know, they're fascinating, but convenient like that. Yes. And so I called on Trent and said, let's do that. And then when you, to take that a step farther, if you've been a nurse a long time, you know what the research says about nurses, about the pathologically curious, about self-directed learning, that we're intrinsically motivated to learn, that we don't need somebody to tell us what to learn because we're already naturally inclined to do that. And so the research is there too, the nursing research, and there's gobs of it. So it's not like we just pulled this out of a hat and said, oh, this is, it, it, it's backed up by our own profession's research on how nurses learn best. And the other thing too is that, you know, part of that research is we learn best from each other. And why aren't we teaching each other? Why are we going to these other CE continuing education credits that are coming from not us? We all, I swear to you, I bet every single nurse, even if you've been a nurse for only a year, even student nurses, we all have stuff we can teach each other and we learn best from each other. And that's just evidenced by sitting around the break room and talking about your case studies and, oh my gosh, that's so interesting. I didn't know that. And then your practice changes because somebody MacGyvered something or fixed something that came from creativity in the moment. And so I think it's that part of it is so that's just so relevant to our renegade. Preach. Preach. Preach, sister. <laughs> now, I love every single piece of that and how you 
Karen took this idea of, okay, you consume this podcast, which the podcasting space has grown so much and it's because it is consumable on the go. Like you should mention, like you got CDs in the mail. That's like dinosaur. Like we're way past. <laughs> dinosaur. That's T-Rex <laughs> right there. Our, we carry our phones everywhere we go. And for me, when I listen to podcasts, it's like I'm in the car, I'm doing laundry, I'm I'm multitasking, but I'm also consuming. And so that's why podcasts are like just the place to be. And I think it is such a brilliant idea that you come up with this being able as nurses to, like you said, who are already like motivated to consume, to learn, and just being able to have it on a platform that just makes it easy because we want easy these days, right? Like we're all busy. We're all have, we're juggling all the things, whether with kids or school and sports and work and all of the other things, like we have to have something that is super convenient. And why hasn't somebody thought of this before? <laughs> it's like, you know, it, it blows my mind. I'm like, tell yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say, I was going to tell Andre to tell, say what Dave, whatever. I was just thinking that yeah. that's so funny. So we, we've been really like, Renegade's been really passionate about reaching out to nurses, especially. And so we met this nurse on LinkedIn and we connected and we had a call and, and he was listening to one of our podcasts on lymphedema, which for Karen and I, when we did that podcast, that was our, I think our second podcast, actually, mm -hmm. it was wasn't it? It was early, well, except for the one we did with each other. Well, okay. It was, <laughs> it was, it was, it was early on. And Karen and I were fascinated by this expert nurse who is teaching us about lymphedema. I've been an OR nurse for 20 years and never once did I hear the words lymphedema in an operating room. I also became a patient in the last five years, I had cancer and I had major surgeries and never once did my doctor major abdominal surgeries. And never once did my doctor ever say anything about lymphedema. So we're listening to her talk about lymphedema and our jaws are literally on the floor. Like it changed my practice in an hour. Like I would never, if I went back to the bedside, I would never not have this kind of, okay, lymphedema, this is a real risk of surgery. Let's, what are we going to do to prevent this in positioning the patient? What are we going to do post-op? Those kinds of things. And as a patient advocate, I mean, super, super relevant to my practice. So Dave, anyways, we met this guy, Dave, an ER nurse, and also an ER nurse educator. And he was like, oh my gosh. He was like, I was listening to that podcast in the grocery store. I had my list. So it was kind of a no brainer. I knew what to get. I'm sitting there. I'm doing all my shopping. I've got this lymphedema. And he's like, and I'm like, it, my jaw. I mean, he was kind of the same way. He was like, I had no idea. He's like, we wouldn't get patients into the ER who'd have like one limb totally swollen. We never even addressed it because we didn't really know what it was. As long as it wasn't really pertinent to why they came in. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, that that's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> it, it really is. And I, so I read a book recently. We're starting to learn about the gut brain connection and all the things like gut health microbiome. All of that stuff, which I mean, we we have known about for a while, and we have scientific evidence to back this up. Just the same thing, like with the lymphedema. I actually, listened to that episode as well. Like, there's factual stuff, like scientific evidence that backs this up. But our healthcare system is such a slug that they do not. Like, it is. It, it takes them 17 years to implement something. So it's, 
as nurses, our role, our two, the two big roles, we educate and we advocate. And mm-hmm. so at, you're advocating for your patient and you're educating your patient. And so if you can arm yourself with knowledge and learn something that is going to benefit like you said, your practice, whether you are practicing inside of the healthcare system, whether you are practicing outside of the healthcare system, whether you are a nurse looking to create a passive income business, like whatever that is, if you can just arm yourself with that knowledge, think about the impact that you can make on someone's life and not just on a small level, like what you guys are doing and being able to bring nurses into this space of not only coming to Arena Gade and getting their CEs, they're, they're getting that box check, they're learning, they're growing. You guys also are incorporating component where nurses can provide the information on your platform. So you can take a podcast, like you guys have mentioned to me, like taking some of my podcasts and letting them be used on your platform. And nurses can come there and they can learn by listening to my podcast, which creates a passive of income. You guys are also going to kind of explore that with other nurses and have them come in. And it doesn't have to be a podcast, right? Like it could be something like a blog post or just some kind of educational content that they can put on your platform to be able to teach other nurses, like teach other nurses, like this is this is something I've practiced, this is something I've learned, I've experienced, whatever they're teaching, and then they're able to create like another stream of income. Can you kind of talk about that a little bit and the opportunity that you guys are going to offer for other nurses and healthcare professionals? Mm-hmm. Raise your hand. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay. I'll get the ball rolling. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, there's so much education out there, whether you're teaching yourself whether you're teaching yourself, like we all do all week long, usually, like I said, we're all, most of us, so many of us are just pathologically curious and we're excited to share what we learn. But the problem is if you want to put together some content and make it fun and interesting, like only edutainment allowed, right? But in order, like, for instance, I did a course once called Weightless. No, it was a neurotransmitter course. course. Neuroadrenal testing is one of my wheelhouses, and I taught other nurses how to read those tests and interpret them. It was an eight-week course, and I wanted to get it approved for continuing education. Uh, So I found a provider, and and she approved, and I already told the students that I was going to do that, thinking, oh, I knew somebody who had a providership, so I'm like, oh, and she said that she'd help. So I didn't know that it was going to be thousands of dollars. I lost money on the course because of how much I was charged to apply continuing education credit to the course. And we, when we were applying for a providership, we wanted, we thought, okay, well, let's see if we can find a provider to award CEs to our podcast while we're, we're waiting for our own providership. Same thing. Like, are you kidding me? Thousands of dollars. And it paralyzes nurses who would otherwise be more than willing to teach, who would be excited to, but they don't have the money to get CEs. It's like, why is that? It's almost something like, why are we holding nurses back by making it so, and why is that even a thing when you have a providership? So anyway, 
we wanted to blow up that box. You know, that's one of our favorite sayings for blowing up the boxes that the rest of the world is still trying to think outside of. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So Antra, I'll let you take over. So that's one thing we're encouraging nurses who are creative, who want to make edutaining content, um, that they're not going to be held back by the cost of it. And then they can put it on the platform and get it get money for it. Pass and, it one, and one of the things that we really like found out early on was we were inspired by this learning the content that we were learning. I mean, she told me about this book, Breathe, and then I went out and got it. And I was like, I, I had no idea. Like we do sinus surgery, like it's a bread and butter. Uh, your sinuses are jammed. Let's just take them out. Yeah. And like patients <laughs> go into those surgeries, so ill-informed mm-hmm. of the long term and risks. Every one of our podcasts, every one, you will see that our patients are not getting fully informed, giving fully informed consent. Right. One podcast. Totally. And so that was a game changer for me in, in, in the sense that like, I didn't even know that. Right. So, so where was I going with that? So get the squirrel cage back on, back on track. Um, we were talking about CEs and what were you talking about? I said how expensive they are. And oh, how, right, right. Yeah. How expensive they are. And so, you know, we wanted to blow up that box because, like we've said, nurses want to educate. They want to teach each other. We do that naturally anyways. Like, that's just, a, that's actually, Karen and I did this podcast and we had this discussion about, remember when you love to be a nurse? Remember when you love to go to work, right? Like, and those, that was part of the reason why is because you love to learn. So yeah, to Karen's point, why are we making it hard for nurses to do what we already naturally are inclined to do, which is teach each other and share our information. And one of the things we found so exhilarating is that we started to like, really get excited by shining the light on other nurses, right? Like we do these podcasts and they were so informative and so, so educational. It was like, oh my God, I just want to shout her or his name out in the social media, you know, universe and say, this person is the bomb. And so, you know, it really became kind of this, that was so exciting. And what then came from that was like, we want all nurses to rise. Like for us, this, you know, whatever, However, this blows up, it's like it's going to blow up for all of us because that is what really lights us up is it's nurse. It's our, it's our time. It is. Yeah. No, I love what y'all are doing so much. I think it's just such a cool concept. And I think that, like you said, like when you, when you can kind of all come together and help each other, it's just like this beautiful like collaboration that happens and it allows everybody to rise. With that saying, it's like when the all boats, the, all boats rise. Yes. And so I think that's so cool that you guys are paving the way for that to be a thing. Um, because I think in that, just again, in like the healthcare space, it can be, you know, and I know I haven't personally worked inside of the healthcare space during COVID, but just the impact of all of that on top of everything else that was already strenuous as far as nurses being burnt out and the impact of everything. I think nurses are finding themselves in this place of feeling like you were called to be a nurse, but now you're just overwhelmed, you're burnt out, you're exhausted. And it's like, now what do I do? And so that's really a big mm-hmm. mission behind my podcast is just to provide nurses with just different opportunities and different ways that they can create a pastry of income 
So it can alleviate, like just maybe give them a little bit more time freedom or maybe a little bit of financial freedom. So it can look like work in part-time or per diem or because I think we all want to use our nurse heart. We want to use our nurse skills, but I want to open them up to the opportunity of that may look a little bit different than being at the bedside. My goal is never to take the nurse away from the bedside. It's just to alleviate some of that burnout, overwhelm, exhaustion, feeling like your tank's empty, showing up to your job and, and hating your job and creating this resentment around your career. Because I think that when we can kind of get back to why we became a nurse in the first place, which was to help people to, you know, to maybe to make an impact, you know, to, to change, to help. I think when we can kind of get back to the root of that, it really allows us to be fulfilled in our career, in our life. And just, it's just like this, I don't know, this just well-oiled machine when we can kind of get back to that root of why we became a nurse and connect with that. So I really love what y'all are doing and just providing this platform for other nurses to be able to come here and say, I really love educating about, like I use the example of teaching new moms how to breastfeed. Like that is my wheelhouse. Like I'm a, you know, I love that doing that. So like really just having this platform to allow nurses to really show up and educate about something that they're passionate about and really pour into that, I think gives nurses an opportunity just to connect back with why they became a nurse, just kind of experience that fulfillment that, you know, I think all of us once had, like you said, we kind of chatted about like, do you remember when we like enjoyed going to work? <laughs> like What we did, um, it just wasn't weighed down by all the other crap that's in well, of us right now. So I love what you're doing. I Before you go, make sure wherever you're listening that you are subscribed to the show. If you are listening over on Apple iTunes, all you have to do is tap in the top right-hand corner on the plus sign. This is going to allow you to follow the show and get notified every single time an episode airs. And if you have been listening to the show and you know some other friends or coworkers that may enjoy it, please share it with them. Spread the love. I would be so grateful. Did you know that we have a Facebook community? The Passive Income Nurse has a community over on Facebook. So make sure you scroll down in the show notes, click the link and join us over there. Or if Instagram is your thing and that's where you like to hang out, we can hang out over there too. You can find me at The Passive Income Nurse. Say hello, shoot me a DM. I would love to be able to connect with you over there as well. I'm so grateful for you guys. Be proud of yourself for showing up, for investing in yourself, for taking action and pursuing the thing that God has placed on your heart.